Please help me welcome J. Lauren Norris. Would you believe me if I told you that there's there's three gears, levers, switches, speeds, dials, pieces, elements, platforms, ladder steps, whatever you want to call them. Three pillars that will change the way you do your business, change the way you do leadership, and either push you toward success or push you toward failure. If I told you there were three, and if you can master these three, just these three, everything in your world will change. Every relationship, every piece of business, every job application, everything will change if you can master these three. That's what I'm going to talk about in this episode of Leading Leaders. Stay tuned. You need this. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. I remember the first time I learned to drive a manual transmission. My mom had an old El Camino, 1980 El Camino with the three-speed in it. And I sat for hours in the driveway with the parking brake on. Putting it in gears, first gear, third gear, reverse, trying to find that balance of letting out the clutch and accelerating on the gas until it would actually try to move before it would stall, because I, I was only 14. I wasn't legal to drive it anywhere. But I played with that until I figured out how to get it to work. And then my first car was a little five-speed, and the engine lasted about two weeks. And my next car was a three-speed on the tree. And so I've been driving manual transmissions of some sort most of my life. Here's something I know about manual transmissions. You can try this if you have one. Stop at a red light or on a, just a regular old stop sign, and put it in third gear and try to take off, or fourth gear and try to take off. And what you're going to find is you go nowhere. I mean, you'll go for a minute. When you let off the clutch, the engine's going to try to pull the car. It's going to try to go somewhere, but it's not going to go very far, and it's not going to go very fast, and eventually it will stall. If you put it in first gear, and you leave it in first gear, and it never gets out of first gear, eventually the engine will blow. That's just the way gears work. But if you get in first gear and then you shift really early and you get into second gear and you shift really early and you get into third gear and you shift really early, by the time you get to fifth gear and you're out on the highway, you may be at highway speed, but when you try to pass someone or accelerate for a hill, you have no power. Why? Well, because that power actually came from first gear. And you've got to get first gear right before second gear works. And if you don't get first gear right and second gear right, third gear just doesn't have the torque that it's supposed to. And that's a fact of life when driving a car with a manual transmission. Now, what if I told you that there are three elements to your life, your relationships, your leadership, your business, your job, your career, your education that work very much like first gear, second gear, and third gear. And if you don't get the first one right, you can try with all your might on the second one, and it's just not going to get there. And if first and second are right, all your effort in the third one, it's just not going to get you there. And if you focus by starting in the third one or starting in the second one and never pay any attention to the first one, you're not going to get anywhere either. Now, I'm, I'm hoping at this point I've got your attention and you're asking, what in the world are these three things? Well, the first thing is mindset. You got to get your mind right. 
You got to be thinking about things in the right way, putting yourself in the right place and juxtaposition to the rest of the world. Who are you? Why are you here? What do you do? What are you all about? What's important to you? What are your core values? What is your vision for life? How do all those things come together to define the who that you are? What's important to you? What do you believe about others to be true? If all of those things are disheveled, if what you believe about you, your value, your purpose, your identity are a mess, then the relationship you have to the rest of the world is going to be messed up as well. And it's going to be like starting off in first gear, trying to climb a hill, and then shifting too soon. The minute you push in the clutch, you lose all your momentum, and you start rolling backwards. Or, even worse, you get on that steep hill, and the minute you take your foot off the brake, you start rolling backwards, and you're losing ground before you even get in gear. I was fascinated when I was in the UK while in the Air Force, one of the peop- one of the families that I hung out with, there was a young lady in the family about to get her driving license. And so on a regular basis, I would ride with her and we would go out and she would tool around town while she was practicing. And in the UK, it's mandatory to get your driver's license driving a manual shift car. And one of the things that they test them on is the ability to stop at a stop sign on a hill and take off without stalling or spinning the tires. And she had learned a really nifty trick of pulling up on the hill and immediately using the handbrake after she'd come to a complete stop with a foot brake. Clutch in, foot brake down, lights are on. As soon as she comes to a complete stop, she would set the handbrake. Then she could take her foot off the brake pedal and put it on the gas pedal and release the handbrake at the same time she released the clutch. Genius. I never thought of that. Of course, my tank, my 1967 Chevy Impala that I drove most of my high school career, that car didn't have a handbrake. It had a foot parking brake. And if you set that parking brake, you were never going to get the clutch undone because you'd have to cross your feet to do it. But it was a it was a phenomenal idea if you have a handbrake. I thought it was a great skill set to learn. And that's number two. So you've got to have your mind right to get those gears to work right. You've got to be moving with forward momentum on your own. You've got to trust yourself, respect yourself, care about yourself, care about your future. You've got to be looking 5, 10, 15 years down the road for your mindset to work. You've got to be thinking not just what pleases me now, what's going to make me happy right now, but you've got to think way out there. You've got to be thinking about the relationships you're going to leave behind You're going to think about the residual aspect of the relationships you're having right now. There's a whole lot of videos out there right now where the first topic of conversation is body count. If you think you're living that life and you're succeeding in life because your body count is high, because you've traded your affections for physical lust in a way that's going to make you look like something special. If you think that's the way you're going to capture that that wonderful person, that beautiful spouse, if you think that by giving up yourself in such a way is going to allow you to have everything you want in life, you've got another thing coming. In fact, what you have coming is called consequences. Everything from sexual diseases to sexual identity to confusion on your own worth in the relationship with somebody else. All of those are part of first gear mindset. Second gear is your skill set. 
If you've got your mind right and you know what you're worth and you know what your value is and you know who it is that you're here to serve on this earth and you know why you're here, you know what your purpose is, you know what your core values are and what you wouldn't do, now you've just got to get really good at what you will do. And it's best if you can narrow that what I will do down to a few things, even better if you can nail it down to one. One industry, one commitment, one service, one product. We make databases. We build computer systems. We, mil we build medical equipment. We focus on pacemakers. See, each of those is a little bit different. Medical equipment versus pacemakers, that's a narrowed niche. Well, in order to work on pacemakers, whether you build them, you create them, or you install them, that's a skill set. And you have to be very, very good at what you do to stay alive, so to speak, in that business. To be able to create them with a profit margin, to do the proper R&D, to understand how and why they work and what the benefit is and when is the best time to use them and when you shouldn't. All of those aspects, all of those aspects are skill set. Now, there's something else that you have to have in order for your mindset and your skill set to work, and that is a network. Why? Well, within network, you have lead generation. You have sales. You have the whole prospect of your competence. Are you good at what you do? Can you deliver on what you promise? If you make pacemakers and all of them look like they're made out of Legos and none of them actually function the way they're supposed to, you will not be in business long. And if the people that you hang out with are not experts at what they do, well, chances are you'll be let off the hook when you're not an expert at what you do. Think through that for a minute. How many people have you met in the area of skill set? They're masterful in what they do, but the people they hang out with don't represent them well. The places that they are seen, that they are found, they don't look anything like the expertise that this individual has to offer. And so sometimes you look at them and you think, well, you know, if, if that's the kind of friends they hang out with, I'm not sure. It's the old guilt by association thing, right? At the same time, you've met people who, you know, they fake it really well. They fake it till you make it. They show up in a rented Lamborghini to the country club to hang out with the guys that are playing golf and they can't even spell golf, much less play the game well. They don't want to get out on the course and actually play a game. They want to get out on the course and try to do business. They're not building relationships they're trying to skate their way into it. There's quite a few of those out there in all kinds of businesses and all kinds of genres. Maybe they go to the shooting club or they go to the bar or they go to the, I don't know, the golf course, the tennis club, the video game store. They hang out where they think their prospects hang out. They hang out in places where they think the next business deal is going to be done. Even if they don't fit in, even if they have no commonality or common ground with the people in that network, they just want to take advantage of the network. They want to play the game of being in the right circle with the right people at the right time and hope that something successful falls on them. I heard someone say earlier today, if you're in a, in a network, in a group, in a mastermind, in a relationship, in a coaching team, and you're always asking what's in it for me, you've already lost. Because sometimes the greatest opportunity that you have comes not from getting, but from giving. If you're always concerned that I didn't get all my questions answered, I should be getting more from this group, or you may be living with a victim mentality and now you're back in first gear and your mindset is all jacked up. And there are people who are in the right networks, who have mastered their skill set, but their mindset is still a mess. 
So if you're asking what are the three, mindset, skill set, network, it's pretty imperative that you get those three right, but you've got to constantly be working on all three. It's imperative that you get your mindset right. Mastering a skill set with the wrong mindset is what most people do when they go to college. When they come out of college, then they have to learn how to apply the things that they learned to the real world. If you watch somebody who goes into the military and immediately gets thrown into combat as a combat medic, when that person comes out as a combat medic and ends up in an ER room, there is no question they can handle the stress, handle the problems, handle the issues, deal with real life, deal with life and death, deal with getting a medical solution provided immediately when there's a crisis. They got all that figured out. Now the question is, do they have their mindset right? Are they still dealing in this emergency constantly kind of a mode? Or are they understanding that sometimes what shows up in the ER isn't really an emergency? It's a, another mindset problem because sometimes you just got to get your head right. And there are people who will sit in the ER waiting room to get an aspirin instead of going to CVS and buying one. They'd rather get one for free. I, trust me, I have coaching clients who are doctors and they will tell you that as a fact. There are people who will sit in the waiting room for four or five hours waiting to be seen for 15 minutes, playing on their iPhone the whole time, kids on the iPad the whole time, so that they can get some Tylenol with codeine, which they could have bought over the counter at a smaller dose. But they want it for free, and their time is worth much less. This is not a skill set problem. This is not a network problem. This is a mindset problem. And even your best combat medic who has been through everything, who has probably saved lives with a straw in the middle of a combat zone, can't solve that mindset problem. Oh, they can prescribe the Tylenol, but they can't change the mind. If your mindset is a mess, think of it like this. Let's say you're driving that five-speed and you're stuck in traffic. I, we had a five-speed Mustang not too long ago, and we drove it in Dallas traffic. Not a whole lot of fun because you drive 10 feet and then you stop again. You drive 10 feet and you stop again. You drive 10 feet and you stop again. And literally just about the time you get the clutch let out and the gear engaged, that's when you have to push the clutch back in and step on the brake. And if you're not paying really close attention, somebody will try to squeeze into that little gap you've left in front of you for your clutching time. And now you've got less time to clutch and brake. But every time you come to a stop, you got to go back to first gear. Every time there's a new transition, every time there's a hill, every time there's a turn, sometimes just on curves, if the curve is really steep, you got to get all the way down there to third or second or maybe even first gear to get around the curve. You didn't even come to a complete stop, but you got to go back to first gear to start over again. Your transmission does it, even if you drive an automatic. If you've got the little manual shifting, just watch the number. It shifts on its own, one through five or six or whatever it is. But every time you come to a stop, you go back to first gear. In your leadership, in your business, in your relationships, the same is true. First gear is always your mindset. If you don't get your mindset right, if you're not managing your attitude, what you think about how you feel and how you feel about what you think, if you're not managing those things, they will get out of control. And when they get out of control, you're going to walk in like the story in John Maxwell's book, when the lady's shopping with her daughter, and as they walk out of the store, her daughter, she looks at her daughter and says, can you believe the attitude that woman gave me? And she said, she didn't give you that attitude, mom, you had it when you went in there. How you think about how you feel about what you feel and what you feel about how you think all of those combinations, that's a that's a two way street. And if you're not 
choosing to control how you feel when a thought comes to mind or what you think about that feeling that you're experiencing, that emotional moment. If you're not controlling those things, then getting out of first gear is going to be impossible. Your mindset and your attitude are inextricably linked. As a leader, in every relationship, on your job, in your career, in your education, as you're trying to build your business, if your attitude is wrong, your mindset is wrong. And if your mindset is wrong, you'll never successfully get into second gear. The best skill set in the world won't matter if your mindset is wrong. The best network in the world won't matter if your skill set and your mindset are wrong. You can't drive in third gear without first and second. You're just not going to get there. You got no momentum. You got no torque. You have no ability to overcome the obstacles. Try it sometime. Borrow a car from somebody that has a manual transmission. Take yourself to a parking lot that's filled with speed bumps. Come to a complete stop, put it in third gear, and try to get over those speed bumps. You're not going to have the torque, you're not going to have the power, and when you come to a stop to keep from ripping the bumper off of your friend's car, you're going to realize you're going to stall. Every obstacle that comes at you when you have not got your mindset right is going to be a bigger obstacle. It's going to be a detour. It's going to be like driving off into a ditch. You're going to lose the ability to navigate the problems, employee problems, new product problems, market problems, new government policy problems, taxation problems, income problems, cash flow problems, debt problems, insurance problems. Every one of these problems that will plague your life, plague your relationships, plague your leadership, plague your business, every one of those problems requires that you have the right mindset. Not just good skill set. You got to have the right mindset. Once you've got your mindset right, you can move on to the skill set. Get more education. Study your topic better. Get to know your competitors. Know what's going on in the industry. Are you pricing things right? Are you offering what the people want? Do you have the ability to deliver the right product well done on time, every time, consistently with your product quality, consistently with your time of delivery, consistently to the client's expectations? Well, then you might be getting your skill set right. Now you got to be in the right network because that right network is where lead generation happens. That's where sales happen. And without the right network, none of that happens. You've got to build those relationships. Maybe the right network is the social media platform that you're on. Maybe the right network is the place that you run your television ads, your radio ads, or the streets that you put your billboards up on, right? And maybe the right network is who you hang out with, what associations you're a part of what private organizations you're a part of, what masterminds you're a part of, who you spend your time with personally and professionally. That's all about networking. It's also all about understanding that nobody knows you're in business until you tell them you're in business. People meet you, they like you, they're always asking, will they buy from me? They're never asking you, what could you sell me? Think about it. When was the last time you walked into a meeting and somebody said, hey, what could you sell me today? It doesn't happen. They're always asking what they can sell you. They want to know what you buy. There's nothing wrong with that. But you've got to have the mindset that you have as much right to offer, to sell, to serve, to provide to them as they do to you. Also, I had a great uh, quote this morning from uh, a conversation I was listening to. And the guy said, um, sometimes I just don't feel like I deserve to have that kind of income. Been there, done that. That was my own corrupt mindset for a long time. 
still struggle with it from time to time. Like I said, every time there's a stop sign or a speed bump, you got to get back to first gear. You got to get your mindset right before you move on. And one of the guys coaching him said, don't deserve the kind of income. What do you mean by that? And he said, you know what? You don't even have to answer it. I think it's something we all struggle with. But let me ask you this question. How many apples does an apple tree deserve to grow? Think through that for a minute. How many apples does an apple tree deserve to grow? That's a really good question. And it's something that you got to take back, not to your networking, not to your skill set. It's not about who you know. It's not about what you know. It's about how you think. So now we're back to first gear again. How much do you deserve to earn? How many lives do you deserve to impact? How much change do you deserve to bring to this world? That's not a question of skill set or network, of lead gen or sales ability. It's none of those. It's a question of mindset. How you feel about what you think and what you think about how you feel. That's your attitude. That's your mindset. You will not succeed in anything, in leadership, in business, in relationships, in anything, if you can't get your mindset right. You've got to spend some time focused on your mindset. If you need help with that, I'd be glad to coach you. You can find me at jlaurennorris.com. I'd be glad to help in any way that I can. Leadership and communication coaching is my area of focus. But if you don't get your mindset right, skill set's not going to matter much. You can be the best in the world at what you do. And if nobody knows about it because you're ashamed to tell them, your expertise goes unused. Your knowledge goes unnoticed. Your ability to help saves no one. Take the time to work on your mindset, your skill set, and your network. Those are the three elements of any level of success you'll ever experience in your life. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. Hi, my name is Christina Knowles, and I just got done taking Jay Lauren's Story Power Masterclass. It was amazing. I took away so much information. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed being formally trained in media many, many years ago is the call to action. I will use that with every speaking engagement and I'm so grateful that Lauren just um, spoke truth into his teachings and he is a true professional. And I know this might sound weird, but I've been taking certifications in different classes over the years and Lauren is not boring. I can't even believe I got here at nine and then the class went by so fast that I was like, it's time to go already. And I was shocked that it was time to go already. So it's an awesome class. You're going to enjoy it, I promise. Lauren is a master teacher on storytelling and I learned so much. Um, I'm really going to have to sit down and go back through everything. And I think I might have to have some more coffees with Lauren, but uh, it was totally worth my time.